Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PFM Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Blues, joined by PFM Betting and Fantasy Analyst, excuse me, Kyle Sapi. Kyle, how are you? Doing good. We're fresh off a good Sunday. We got uh, one more game left of week nine, and then we're into week 10. Double digits. We're nearing Thanksgiving. It's crazy how fast this thing goes. I feel like I say that every year, but I'm not just saying that. Every year, it just flies by. I agree. I agree. And, and it. I feel like we're starting to peak a little bit. The more information we get, the better we should be doing with these things. But the books get sharper, too. So it's, it's a give and take. But let's fire up some Monday night picks. Why not? Yeah, that's a great point you made that um, we have more of a sample size now, obviously, but the books are getting sharper as well. So it's kind of uh, it's like a win lose situation here. But at the same time, we have one more game left. Crazy uh, slate of games today. Let's dive into the Monday night football game. Los Angeles Chargers visiting New York Jets. Jets are have the better record, have been the better team, but they're three and a half point underdogs at home, which is quite surprising. When the odds first came out last week, Chargers were uh, two and a half point favorites, so spread's only gone up in their favor. I guess that's because the Jets had a win last week with a quarterback who couldn't throw for positive passing yards. Total's at 40. There's been no movement on that all week. Are there any initial thoughts with the spread in total here? Yeah, I mean, you said the spread stood out to you a little bit here, but we're talking a league of haves and have-nots at quarterback, and the Jets don't have one. I don't care what their record says. I don't care that they're playing at home. They don't have a good quarterback. The Chargers do, so they're going to be favored in this game, and every Charger game is going to be within you know, that two- to four-point window because that's how Chargers do it. So this is about what I expected. If, I, if you're pressing me to make a pick on the game or the total, It'd be the Chargers' money line more than anything. I don't love laying more than a field goal with this team that plays every game down to the last five. They could win the game by 15, and it still would have been a two-point game with three minutes left. It's just the way they do things. So I would take the Chargers' money line, but I'm going to put it in the same game parlays and kind of craft it up to get the juice out of there a little bit. Yeah, that's a nice tease for your same game parlay. That will be up by the time this podcast drops. We'll tease that a little bit towards the end of the pod to give the uh, listeners a sneak peek on t- into uh, what you're thinking for this game. I'm going to skip the spread. It just scares me for two reasons. The Chargers, big win last week. Impressive win last week. They're king against the Bears. They haven't really proven themselves against a good defense yet this season. That's Jets defense has done a really good job against elite quarterbacks and uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. So that scares a little bit. But I'm on the under here. I'm still not totally convinced that Chargers offense being where it needs to be coming off of win against the Bears. And we both know the Bears are one of the worst defense in the NFL. Jets are one of the best defense in the NFL. And I'm also not convinced that Zach Wilson has taken this leap that some people think he has. I mean, he's not as bad as he was, but the Jets have still been the worst passing offense by EPA and success rate up until this point going to week 10. So we're kind of aligned there. So I'm not going to really be on the spread for this one. Let's get into player props. You're one of our fantasy experts at PFN. So your trusted voice comes to player props especially. Is there anything you're eyeing on that front? Yeah, I'm going Brees Hall over, depending where you look at his rushing yards, it's kind of all over the place. It opened at 16, 17 and a half. It's up to 20 in some spots. If you can get under 21, I'm taking it because, listen, we're talking seven yards a target this season, and he's been over three targets every game since the end of September. So you're looking at three, at least three targets, seven yards a target. I'm good at math. You don't have to be to know that that gets you to 21 yards. We're talking about the worst pass defense in the NFL on a per-pass basis to me. That screams Brees Hall. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball. The Chargers have been a little bit better on the run lately. They're still not good on the run, don't get me wrong. But if we think they're playing from behind, this is a pass script. I don't want Zach Wilson throwing the ball down the field. That means checkdowns. If he gets his three to five targets, he's getting over 20 receiving yards. This is the way it is. 
Yeah, I mean, Brees Hall is really good player, obviously. So never mind going that direction with him. I got burned taking his rushing over last week. Then he had that big play through the air. So next time yeah. I'll take it over him. I might do the rushing plus receiving Total. combo. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you never know. He could take anything to the house. He's really impressive at the same time. He could always have eight-man box against uh, Zach Wilson-led offense. For this one, I'm thinking of two different directions. And uh, okay. the first one, I'm going to go Austin Eckler under for rushing yards. Just for this one, I can see it being a pretty back-and-forth battle. And we both know, I mean, you've kind of been the pioneer of this at PFF, of the uh, – shift an identity for the Chargers offense under uh, Kellen Moore that they're going to be a lot more pass happy, especially in early downs, and they're going to take more deep shots downfield. So I don't think that's going to be a big Eckler game on the ground. And now having said that, taking the big shots downfield, we, you've talked about it. I've talked about it, how much higher Herbert's dot is this mm-hmm. year. So if I'm leaning one direction there, think of me about Keenan Allen over 23 and a half longest reception. This is a prop that he's hit a lot this season. Herbert's going to, want to take those deep shots. The Jets have two really good, have a really good secondary, obviously, but you're still they still give up those big plays. We've seen it in, throughout the season, even in these really good defensive battles that they've had and really limiting these quarterbacks. But if it's going to be a back-and-forth game like I think it is and the Chargers are going to be pretty pass-heavy, I'm pretty confident, or I hope so, that he connects with Keenan Allen on at least one deep shot. Now, before we go, I don't want you to give away the entire same game parlay. I want people to check it out at pfmbetting.com. Let us give us a little tease about who you're about how it's built and everything and who you're building around it. Well, we got three things here. I got what I'll tease the SGP in a second here. As far as your bet goes, no Josh Palmer in this game filling in for Mike Williams. So they've got the tight ends. You've got Austin Eckler. You've got a lot of that shallow pass game taken care of. So I like the angle and that Keenan Allen's going to have to extend that deep his A dot a little bit. I mean, not that he's incapable of doing it, but he's such a precise route runner that they use him a lot underneath stuff, a lot out of the slot, but they're going to have to stretch the field. So there's that. I want your take on this. You said you like the under in this game. We think it's going to be back and forth. I'm with you on all of that. Right now on DraftKings, plus 125 for neither team to score three straight times, three unanswered Ooh. scores. How do you feel about that? I mean, it, from the sounds of it, you don't think there's going to be a lot of points. I'm not sure the Jets score three times, period. So I don't think it's coming three times in a row from them. And the Chargers, I mean, they can hit a wall when it comes to scoring so if if they get on the board and then the jets do that means they have to score four times to get this three in a row i don't know they get aggressive down there you're talking missed fourth down conversions missed field goals there's a lot of things that come into play at plus 125 kind of like where that's headed yeah that almost seems too good to be true for me like it seems like a no-brainer with when you first said it and then as you broke it down i'm like how does this not hit so that's the only thing giving me reservations and taking that. And as I've said before on numerous podcasts, even though I still fall into the trap all the time, I'd rather lose taking a bet that seemed too easy than passing on one that ends up hitting. Yep, and then I, looked, I really overthought it. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I, you want to know how it loses? It loses on a safety because then they get the ball back and you get two quick scores. That was some bonkers like that, but you're not betting on a safety. Safeties don't happen in the bulk of games. So I, I do like that as a one-off play. You mentioned teasing the SGP here. I've got a tasty Zach Wilson nugget in this same game parlay. I, those two words haven't been put together very often, <laughs> tasty and Zach Wilson. So it is what it wow. is there. But we're talking a Jets-Chargers game. It's not the highlight. We had Chiefs-Dolphins in Germany. We had a good Sunday night or with Bill's bangles. Like this isn't that, but it doesn't mean we can't look into the numbers and get trends. Like you have to be willing to distance yourself from your thoughts here. Everybody wants to bet negative. 
Zach Wilson numbers because he's not a good quarterback. He's not, but that doesn't mean there aren't good components to his game against the worst pass defense in the league. Well, once people know the direction you're going to go to is Zach Wilson, they're going to be really surprised. <laughs> and then once you dig a little deeper, you'll be like, that kind of makes sense. I'm not going to spoil it. But when I was reading your write-up, I was like, is he joking? And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait He's making some minute. good points. And if you're kind of taking the bias out of you, understand that he has gone a long time without doing what, what you'll be mentioning your seeing game parlay. And let me just bring up real quick, we're talking about the increase in ADOT and this Chargers offense or Keenan Allen. Last mm-hmm. year, it was at 8.6. This year, 10.0. There you go. And keep in mind, this is his 11th season in the NFL. Your ADOT's supposed to go down as you get older. And he's had a lot of injuries. Not up. Yeah. That's the big difference in offensive coordinator from Joe Lombardi, who treated Justin Herbert like he was a 40-year-old Drew Brees, to Kellen Moore, Who's you? I mean, the results haven't been there necessarily week to week, but the process has been better. Exactly. Offense. Yeah. So there you have it. These are your picks for Monday Night Football. We'll be back for Thursday Night Football, dropping on Thursday morning. Kyle, thank you for joining me. We'll talk to you soon. Everybody, good luck with your bets.